Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of Source Financia, Coast to Main Podcast, and the host of the Source Financia YouTube channel, of course, back with another one. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. I guess the takeaway is just like, I mean, just like any legal system, whether it's in the West or, you know, in China, it's like, if you know how to play the legal system, there are people that will take advantage of that. Like, I mean, there's, Always, there's the stories yeah. about, you know, the people that go to McDonald's or, you know, uh, a Nike store, put some water on the floor and then slip and oh, I broke my back and then they sue them yeah. for, like, you know, <laughs> a million dollars, whatever. It's like, it happens, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And and then those companies have to weigh up like is it worth really pursuing this or do we just pay this person fifty thousand dollars and and move move on? Um, mm. So yeah, I think it's the same thing in China except you have to as a foreigner you have to add in like the language barrier and some of the cultural differences and you know it just being a, a, a like a, a completely different system like the stuff that you're talking about the enforcement court like that's something so foreign that hey you owe money to somebody and if you don't pay it we're basically going to send our version of uh you know bounty hunters to come and get you and if yes. you can't pay it you're going to go to jail or de- detention first that's that's something i also learned from one of my employees her mom was hong kongese and she i think she had borrowed money for something but she couldn't pay it back and she was constantly having to go to detention because she would be paying and then she couldn't pay because it was such a large amount of money and then she was like constantly in and out of detention. And I was like, I didn't understand what was going on. So one of the times I asked my employee, I was like, can you just explain to me what's like, why is your mom always in and out of, of jail? And she just explained, she's like, yeah, in China, if you owe money and you can't pay, you know, you have yeah. to go in. And I was like, whoa, what the, <laughs> like, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of a, a counterintuitive anyways, because it's like, well, if I'm in jail, how am I going to make money to pay back these debts? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do it. They'll put you there. And then you have to think about, a way to do it but then yeah. they'll send you out and then if yeah. you like you don't do it you just go back in and it's true you could just keep going back and forth <laughs> that's yeah true. she was she was she was great it was kind of it was sad man when she broke it down to because she was her mom was in and out of jail for like years right trying to pay back uh, this money that she owed and did she didn't do anything nefarious she borrowed money for i think it might have been a business as well or she was working in a company and she was like you know how you have the in the company you have like the the different legal ranks so like there's a guy who's in charge of finance and then there's mm-hmm. somebody else who's in who's like the owner and whatever and if you are listed as the person in charge of finance if something goes wrong financially you're liable <laughs> it's not you're liable yeah yeah, the as, yeah so she was yeah. she was that in the company and i think the company had borrowed money and then she ended up being the full ah uh, yeah well yeah, that yeah. was me i was the far end. So the foreign yeah. gets bears all responsibility. And yeah. what big companies do in China is they'll go out into, you know, some rural area and they'll yeah. get the fa- the farmer just to sign the document that he's the foreign. And yeah. they'll just like, so he, and then they just do whatever they want, but he'll sign. Like he has no decision-making he has not no access to the company whatsoever. He's just yeah. signed that he's the foreign. It's like yeah. a little gray area that you're like, what? That's not right. And then, That's, yeah. you know, you guys can do whatever you want with this company. You can all leave and then they're going to come and find him. They're like, yep, you yeah. signed that, dude. You signed it, yeah. So, 
it's crazy but uh yeah man it's it's, it's good that everything's resolved uh, so where are you right now are you still in china or still in shenzhen yep yep still in shenzhen and uh, i mean i follow the you know white qualified knights on instagram so I, I see the you know the promotions the updates and stuff like that that's been it's been cool to see yeah trying my best it's fun it's a passion business you know the boxing kind of draws a lot of attention it's a personal passion of mine to make people fight and win this little you know personal achievement you know they kind of get you know the zero to hero they you know i, I there's guys that have opened up companies that have done really well that have kids they're very very successful we even have like a local chinese government senator he's fighting as well but when you go to his office the very centerpiece is his white collar fight night trophy you know that's the thing he likes to talk about not all his degrees and his awards he's like no no that that's where so that's that's nice it kind of gives me a lot of fulfillment to be able to make something like this for people it's good nice. and my latest the, the business that i've made it now is uh it's a platform that connects coaches and members through live. So if you can imagine any coach, anytime can train any member anywhere. So you wake up in the morning and you'll be able to do a live stream class with a guru in India and do your meditation. Right. And then in the evening, you know, you can jump on and do your, do a BJJ class with, you know, some, some, you know, master black belt from Brazil. Right. That's, I want to connect the whole world, all coaches training, you know, members anywhere, anytime. And, you know, but there's obviously a lot more secret sauce we're adding to that, but that's kind of the fundamental concept of what I want to build. So nice. it's not, it'd be, it'd be yeah, so it's a big undertaking, very, very big undertaking, but yeah, so, I mean, that's my big challenge. So that's one of those things, like you said, it's a COVID baby because people were working out at home and couldn't physically go to. to yeah. 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 Also, I, I feel like you, there was a you'd planted some seeds about something similar a couple of years ago, but not not necessarily as extensive as this. But I feel like you mentioned having some ideas of of something similar to this. Am I am I off on that or? Yeah, kind of doing something with connected fitness, right? Some sort of yeah. some tech yeah. business. Yeah, it's always been on the in the works. Something global, right? That hits the whole world. Not not you know something that's sort of confined to one particular market, but like you know like a marketplace, a full marketplace. Right. Like then, you know, the next DD or, or, you know, Airbnb or something, right. That's kind of always been like the, the big dream for me. Right. And the name of this is impact where I'm called, yeah. I've, call, I've called it impact. Cause um, I always get the question asked me, they're like, John, you know, what, what's your goal in life? You know, when people throw that question to you, you get all like, Whoa, okay. I'm, I yeah. should have my speech prepared. Right. But I was always very simple. I just said, I want to have, I want to leave like a legacy. I want to impact the world. Like if you look at all the greats people that, you know, people all love, they've all, they've impacted the world in some way, right? Joe Rogan, you know, Elon Musk, you know, Tony Robbins, they're just impacters. Right. So I was like, yeah, yeah let's call it impact. <laughs> let's call this, let's call this business impact. So we'll see how it goes. Let's see if I can make some impact. <laughs> You know, it's, it's step by step. There's a lot to cover, right? A lot to do. Do you mind me asking, like, who are you working with with on on that project? And got uh, got four other founders. Uh, one guy is in Shenzhen. He's a really close friend of mine. Um, we've actually known each other for easily about ten years. He went to you know one of the gyms that I built in Shenzhen. He was actually there. Uh, I think he was learning BJJ. Yeah, he was going to the BJJ class. And um, another guy I've uh, is in. From Silicon Valley, he's a Y Culminator alumni, um, and he's opened some very, very successful businesses. Done some like three very successful exits, 
and two other guys. One is a machine learning guy. So he, as a founder, we, I want to have machine learning as a key part of the, of the platform. And then um, another CTO is, uh, he's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Oh, Every, nice. We're all fully remote. We're all over the world. Like, <laughs> we're, I love the, what COVID did in that sense that we're just, you know, like, like what we're doing right now, we're just on Zoom. We can get whatever we need done. I, yeah. I, I absolutely love that. Like I'm, and it's even people in Shenzhen, they're like, hey, let's meet, let's talk. I'm like, no, let's, let's go live. Come on, just go live. <laughs> that's why, that's the new, like, that's, it's so easy now, right? And, yeah. and learning how to, to run a remote com uh, company, it's a little bit different as the culture is a bit different, but once you learn it, you, it's very efficient, extremely efficient, you know? I, I think I, I uh, enjoy it. it's it's for me it's interesting that that you mentioned that because like for us in the Philippines it's been like the Philippines has had the longest lockdown in the world oh, and yeah. also also That's also rough. one of the also one of the strictest so like for me whenever I get a chance to to go outside I want to go outside you know what I mean um, yeah. but I under I understand what you what you're saying in that aspect in the in the sense of like you know it's 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 taught people that you can get a lot done uh, re remotely. I think for me, like with our company, we were a little bit lucky because I was traveling quite a lot in 2019 and mm. we actually started to set up remote work systems in 2019, just because I noticed my staff wouldn't go to the office when I was in, in China. Um, nice. they, were, they were still working. They just didn't physically want to, you know, go to the office. So, yeah. So when COVID hit, it was a more natural process for us. I think a lot of people, especially in China, well, I think in China, it's still kind of back and forth. But in China, I think a lot of people didn't realize that they could do remote work because the yeah, office, so going easy. to the office culture is so such a big thing in China, right? Like That's right. Rush hour time. Everyone's packing the train, getting on the, it's yep. just the sea of people, right? All hustling yep. to go to work. Yeah, it's exciting to see what will come because um, we learned a lot. New businesses grew, right? New, new cultures developed during COVID. So we're not still the world isn't quite out of it yet, but I think, you know, it's the, the turnout is going to actually be much better for everyone. You know, there's going to be, obviously things aren't going to fully close it. Like I don't like when people say, Oh, you know, every, the world's going to be remote forever. No, that those things will open up. There'll still be gyms, you know, but yeah. like, I'm not Best targeting, you know, yeah. Like that people will still appreciate the in face, you know, service and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. But I'm not targeting the people that, you know, are itching to go to the gym that are like, can't wait. Um, I'm targeting the people that never went to the gym and yeah. they've always been there that COVID or no COVID, they're always looking for a solution. They're shy to go to the gym or they, they just want to work at home. They just want to do stuff at home. They're more introvert, right? That yeah. this group of people in the fitness the is, is way bigger. It's massive. It's massive, yeah. right? So uh, yeah, I, yeah. There's I there are there are more there are less people going to the gym. I mean, there are less people. Yeah, less people going to the gym than than people that work out at home or you know. Yeah. Uh, Even pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. That's yeah. right. Imagine um, if everyone went to the gym. There'd be gyms. Gyms would be packed and it'd be on every corner because you just yeah. it's such a small area considering the number of people, right? Yeah, so there's a yeah. there's a reason for that. Why? Why, you know, why there's actually more people in homes than there are in the gym that there, that's who you target, right? That's who, you know, we want to benefit. We want to make their lives better. Right. How, like with the white collar fight night and stuff like that, how, how did COVID impact that? If at all, like, I mean, obviously there was, you know, yeah, we went completely dry. 
zero, like no events, right? Even the thought of doing an event was like, shh, don't ever say that. Like, it was even like taboo to think about it. You know, I remember like, oh, it'd be so good to do an event. Like, no, 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 no. You know, the police will come. And da, da. But um, 20, yeah, 2020, I did only two events. Whereas uh, 2019, I was doing two events every month. So we yeah. went from two a month to like two in the whole year. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Yeah, but those two events in 2020 were very successful because the community was itching to get into the ring. It, it was it created such a demand, such a demand. And the first event we did back, it was I thought it would just be for fun, right? Like it was just going to be in the gym. It was in what my favorite gym in Shenzhen. It's right near SeaWorld. and I did it on uh, Mexican Independence Day because Mexican Independence Day is a special day in the year for boxing. You always have, it's because the Mexicans, their, their passion for boxing is like no, no other culture in the world. It's my favorite, favorite kind of boxing is Mexican boxing, right? Their, their style, you know, they fight with so much heart and passion. Like all my favorite boxers are, other than Tyson Fury is, you know, they're all Mexican, right? So I want to do Independence Day. I want to do a day on that day. And I had a, 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 an amateur um, a, a girl who was, was from Mexico and she was an amateur. And I was like, can you be the main event? And I was, you know, it was just casual, like, yeah, this will be fun. But everyone came out for it. The entire Latin community got behind it. The place was packed. Everyone was buzzing about it. And I was like, wow, this, you know, this is good. Oh, you know, all right, I'll, let's do another one. Let's do a big one. And yeah. then in December, with the help of my girlfriend, she's a, um, she actually is a very, she's very good at media, China, in Chinese social media. She has a lot of companies that pay her to do social media promotion. So she created a package where my event was part of a series of events that these brands sponsored. And we did the first ever outdoor event in SeaWorld. And, you know, that was like, a couple thousand people got to see it right just the design of yeah. the place that we were in there was you know you could be on the balcony and look down and it was massively successful extremely stressful to pull off because there was a lot <laughs> of people that you know needed to get you know we need to shake a lot of hands we had to make sure the government was okay with it the local police were okay with it we had we had to get a lot of support and sometimes i thought like it wouldn't happen but it, it yeah. eventually did come through massive success people and the local the local government in that area they want us to come back and do it again so you know we did lose some events um you know during covid but the ones that we did you know at the end of 2020 were actually really important they actually actually did more for the brand the community um and just the overall future of what wcfn could be than any of the events prior as crazy yeah. as that sounds right like just yeah, these yeah. two events just did more than all the other four years, right? It, it, there was so many relationships were built and people kind of, it was a whole new, a fresh look at the at, at what WCFN could be, right? So let's see, right? We've got, I did one event um, two weeks ago, just a local gym event. And I want to do another big one, you know, outdoor one. Uh, I want to do it August 14th, which is the same date that uh, Tyson Fury and Joshua, Anthony Joshua are fighting. So I want to match this big heavyweight and do it on the same day and try to get some of that that promotion right how do, how does that work exactly so, with the i guess you have a partnership with the gym and then like like i are you you're charging for tickets obviously like does no tickets gym for gyms no, no tickets no tickets yeah, so it's yeah. just like so how, how are you how does it work in terms of funding the event and stuff 
just sponsors <laughs> it's just sponsors, just sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just sponsors to be honest that last event the december one um we did overshoot a bit <laughs> I, i got a bit confident and i actually ended up having to pay a lot of money myself on that i had to use because i made a lot of promises i had a full fight card everyone was excited about it but then i still like i just came short we just you, it just always happens in an event you there's things you got you just have to pay for so i was yeah. like okay i can't let everybody down so i just i dipped into my own wallet and i i paid for it. but so but i know the costs now and i know how to i can balance it i, I could do doing it again i think I could get it fully funded by sponsors. Like we had a, yeah, I was about we to had say, a I was ticket. like, obviously now that it's proven, you know, you can go to yes. sponsors and say, this is what we did exactly. last time. Like, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like even though it was an open air event, we had a little VIP area and we sold, like if you bought the product of one of our sponsors, it was like 99 RMB, you could access the VIP area. But if you didn't want to, you could just sit and watch it. Like it was visible anywhere. And we sold like 150 uh, these tickets of these products. So the sponsor who was very happy, they were like, yeah, I sponsored, you know, you created this and I sold my product. I sold like a lot of units, even though it was at a discount. Right. So it, it, it does, it did work. Right. Like you said, it did, it did work. And so next time around talking to sponsors, I can tell them like, look, this, you know, if you have a product, we can put this as part of the, you know, the sponsorship package, we can get these costs covered. We can make something big, you know, and then in the future, let's, See ESPN. I want to get. A, <laughs> I always joke about doing that, getting an ESPN deal, but yeah, I don't know. In order to really do something with WCFN, it needs an ESPN. It needs a, a media deal, right? A big yeah, media, media yeah, company yeah. come in. Yeah, but yeah, I always joke about it like that would happen, but I I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Took uh, UFC what like almost twenty five years to get that kind of a contract, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. We're not quite there. Well, I mean, I, I think I think it's a little bit different now because you have also like online uh streaming platforms like like division and stuff like that, where it's like obviously maybe not division, but I'm sure there's smaller ones around the world or even in Asia that might, you know, latch on to something like that. Especially even in China, if you have Chinese because I notice you do have quite a few Chinese fighters as well. So it's like, you know, foreigners and Chinese people fighting. I just see I see that it. being something that something something that could yeah. be very interesting. Yes, yes. The last event that I just did two weeks ago, there was a 49-year-old man. He fought mm. Chinese guy, fought against another Chinese guy, 23 years old. And he the fight, he didn't win, but the fight got to the end to where nobody knew like who was gonna win. Like it looked even, right? But yeah. the judges, I think there was just a few more points on the young guy's side. But you can imagine as a 49-year-old man, right? You know, you want to do this fight. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry. And I create a safe, you know, system. It's the rules are all, everything, everything's very, very ultra safe, right? That he can go and experience this. He can go fight. You know, I get in afterwards, he gets all these photos of him, you know, he's fighting. And he goes back to his business buddies. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I didn't win the fight, but this guy is 23 years old. Come on. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. half my age. Like, come on. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I really like, like that guy. I didn't beat the 23 year old, but I could beat you. You know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'll beat you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what um, you want. That's you want to create a system where everybody, everybody does win. Right. Everyone does. Yeah. There's everyone gets the face, right? The mianzi, right? That's what China's what's so important, right? In China, you get the face. So I guess closing out, like I think some I guess questions that people might have is 
have you left China? Because that was a, that was an issue. Have you left China since this has been resolved? No, I mean it's COVID, right? Uh, yeah, how funny to be stuck to in China. <laughs> but yeah, because the the issue of leaving China now would be so great to go. Like obviously being able to leave China now, I'm just like, let's you know, I want to go see my family. But there'd be an issue coming back, so probably I'll wait, I'll wait a little bit, give it a few more months, let things settle. Leaving China, the vaccine. Yeah, and then the yeah, I think the vaccine is key too because if even if you travel, there's going to be an issue like which vaccine did you take? Where's your paper? Did yeah, because my understanding back? is my understanding is that if you have the Chinese vaccine now, they're allowing you to come back, and you only have to do, I think it's like a five day quarantine, okay, uh, something like that, five or seven day quarantine. But if you don't have the Chinese vaccine, then you do the twenty one day quarantine, and if you don't have if you don't have any vaccine, you you can't go in. I think now at this stage. Yeah, yeah, they're just gonna be like, don't come in. Yeah, that's right. So the vaccine is the is the thing you got to get, right? I I know I can easily book it, easily go. It's just I just I guess I've been lazy, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So I just, but it's very simple to get, very very easy, just down the road from my house. And then I guess the, the next question would be like, what are your plans? Like, if you're, it seems like you're still, you know, I think a lot of people would come out of this and be like, I don't want to be in China anymore, and you know, I, I kind of want to cut my no, ties to that's, this country. But what what are your plans? Yeah, that's what I think a defeat a defeatist mindset would be, right? If you really want to take yourself seriously, and you really, if you really think that, you know you know, all that I've been through needs to count for something Then don't go the negative route because you're not helping anyone. If you wallow in negativity and like, Oh, fuck this. Da, 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 you're not helping anybody. You're just, yep. you're just bringing out like, so I, I refuse to do that. I, I, and I don't, I really don't appreciate other people doing that. And I call them out on it because it's, if, if you have a platform, like you're giving me a platform to share a message. Right. And if I share a negative message, even if people like, I'm not helping any of your listeners. None of your listeners are benefiting from a sad story. None of them. They all have sad stories. They all, there's like, why don't you talk about their sad stories? Why don't they get a platform to talk about their? Everybody has, has been, you know, has gone through something tough. Why doesn't everyone get, get a chance to talk about it? If I'm going to talk about it, my, I, I need to push basically a story that says, yeah, this happened but it's not going to get me down. And I would encourage you guys to do the same. So when your listeners leave, they think, okay, yeah, I mean, some shit's happened to me. I, you know, that, that happened just recently, my business, this, or my relationship, this, but you know what? It's probably not that bad. I probably could keep going and keep moving forward. If, even if, you know, you can incite this sort of idea in people, at least you're having a bit of a benefit. So I think China definitely is, uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with me staying here. I, I'm accustomed to it. There's some things that they do that are, it takes some getting used to, but yeah. there's a lot of things that I'm already used to. And I feel like oh, I'm so used to it now. I might as well just stay here. Like I'm, you know, me and my girlfriend, we're going to get married. So, you know, we got marriage, we got kids, we got all of this, you know, that we're thinking about. So I don't, I don't imagine myself like just leaving just because of this one burp in my life. Right. It was just a burp just a little you know it's like you know when you you know you're driving or you know you make a wrong turn and you have to backtrack you know when you're an hour you know going the right way you know you don't think about that anymore that's okay that was yeah that was just a little backtrack we're fine you know we're still going so that's kind of how i treat it right and that's how what i encourage everybody else to treat it right you kind of you know learn from it and get you know grow from it be better from it and make the world better from your mistakes 
don't 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 be a sob story and then you know demand attention and you know oh poor me poor me you know cry in your own you know a little pity party try to you know try to make the world better we don't, we have enough pity party people we have enough of them we already have too much you know we don't need any more i don't want to be that one of those guys right i yeah. think you kind of answered my final question but I, I'll, I'll ask it i'll ask it anyways just like so you can distill it i typically ask like what is the 80 20 of this so what is the the smallest thing that you can take away from this that will bring you the largest results in yeah, life be, or I think, in business yeah be positive and be calm i remember somebody asked me a similar question i and um i think they said like do you ever argue And I was like, no. When you're young, you argue, but as you get older, you never argue. You just you learn. So like the it's just learning, right? So if you're always positive and you don't you don't react, you learn. It's kind of that's how you can. It's it's not hard. It's really not that hard. It's just a different sort of a mindset. But it you you grow so much for exponentially. You can grow from some you know having this kind of mindset. Yeah, that that's kind of how it's helped it's helped me. Yeah, that's like my probably be my big takeaway from the last from this ordeal, the this four year saga that's happened. <laughs> four years, man, that's crazy. Time flies, but yeah, it's good to good to hear from you. Good to good to catch up. Like, you know, we shouldn't shouldn't let two years pass again. That's right. You know? But yeah, I mean, I mean, this happened because you and Mike connected. So I was like, all right, like it just kind of reminded me. I was like, oh, I should catch up with John. Yes, thanks so much. Yeah, I'm Mike. I've got some material I'm going to send him, but I think he'd be he'll be a great support for Impact. What we're doing with his with his network, with NBA, with basketball players, with coaches, it's fantastic. I hope. Yeah, I'm actually. I want to get on, get and talk with him. I'm. I've got some material I want to send him. See what his thoughts are. That's great. You guys are business partners, right? Wow, the world's small, right? Hey, <laughs> hey, man. It's awesome. All right, have a good day. You too, dude. Have a great one. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Main Chatter Podcast. If you want to reach out to us, that's podcast at sourcefinancial dot com. If you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched, that's sourcefinancial dot com slash Made in China. And be sure to also check out our YouTube channel, Source Financial. All one word. Cheers. I guess I met you for a reason. Only time can tell. But well, I'm wondering what type of shit you wanted. Do you like the finer things? Are you a simple woman? Would you drink with a nigga? Do you smoke weed? Don't be ashamed. It ain't no thing. I used to blow trees, getting lifted. I quit with shit. I might get high with you. It's only fitting 'cause I'm looking super fly with you. A fly with you, a powerful. You do something to me. 'Cause girl, I caught the vibes like you do something to me. So I throw 'em back. Now my niggas hollering, who is that? Oh boy, she bad, nigga. What you 'bout to do with that? I'm finna take you home and sip a little Patron. Now we zone in, baby. You're so fine. And can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? And can I hit it in the morning?